Good morning, everyone. This is Jeff from the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions in about eight minutes because hackers don't sleep, so neither should we. And with that question number one, Travis, hello, nice to meet you. Hello, nice to meet you as well. In a few sentences, please tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do. Sure. So I'm Travis Howerton. I'm the co-founder and chief technology officer of C2 Labs. So we're a digital transformation catalyst for highly regulated industries. So we provide DevSecOps, hopper automation services, full stack engineers, and then continuous compliance security services to sort of bundle that as a end-to-end solution. And so we've focused in services for the last seven years or so. And we just made the transition into products. So now we're launching our Atlassity product to uh, uh, automatic compliance and what we're calling RegOps or regulatory operations, bringing the best of DevOps to the world of compliance. Excellent, excellent. What would you say is the best thing about not only being a CTO, but uh, being a, a leader of your own company in these uh, challenging times? unprecedented times? Yeah, I think it's uh, the continuous learning. You know, you don't get stuck into one peg and do one thing where you're a specialist. You're constantly learning. You're, you know, one day I'm part attorney, the next day I'm part accountant, the next day I'm cyber incident responder. And so there, there's a little bit of something every day that's different and new. And so if uh, continuous learning and, and that, the excitement of every day being something different um, is what I really love about a startup and, and running my own company uh, with my fellow co-founder, Anil, and uh, uh, as well as the cybersecurity field, because the threats are different every day, the technologies are different. And so it's not anywhere where you can sit idle and let grass grow. Yeah, very well put. So let's talk about that cybersecurity, right? We hear from the other industry leaders that we speak with that uh, it has kind of elevated itself from a top five, top 10 concern to something bigger and growing. Uh, what does that mean to you? I think it, for me, it's a growing recognition of the importance of our field. You know, for years, cyber was something you had to do at the end when some annoying cyber guy or girl shows up and says, hey, did you think about all this stuff we never told you anything about? And you know, you try to bolt it on at the end. Now, I think most places build it through the life cycle. They know it's important. They know it's a threat to the business. And, you know, the, the severity of it's changing from the ability to go from cyber, a logical attack that messes up, basically steal stuff to something that dismantled your computer to something that can blow up physical equipment to uh, uh, what we just saw in solar winds, which is, you know, mass scale penetration um, the, the severity of the threat is growing exponentially. Yeah, well put. Uh, I, I think that one of the takeaways from your comment is that cyber is really getting a seat at the round table these days and, and, uh, and, and being part of the initial plan of attack, not just, as you said, an afterthought. So couldn't have put it better. Uh, question number four, what insights about cybersecurity and compliance would you care to share with our community? Sure. So for me, the big thing is cyber, to your point, has a seat at the table now. 
The problem is most people don't like it when cyber's at the table, <laughs> you know, and sort of my running joke is that cyber puts the no in innovation, you know, so the company's trying to move fast. They want to digitally transform to cut costs or to grow or to expand into new markets. And then you got the cyber guy or girl saying, no, you can't do that. Slow down. Have you done your mountain of paperwork? Have you thought about all this other stuff? Right. It puts all this tension in the system because business is moving faster than it ever has. But at the same time, the regulatory burden is going up and it's moving as slow as it ever has. I was just talking to a government agency that's got an 18 month backlog on approving cyber plans. And what you end up with is a lot of well-meaning people that are trying to avert risk to their company. So they're doing the right thing from their perspective. But their default answer is just no. Because anything new adds risk and risk is bad and we're going to have to update all this paperwork and that's going to be a lot of work and we may fail an audit and that's going to be bad for my career. You know, and so it just makes it very difficult to get anything done. And we saw that. I thought that this was sort of isolated to my background, which was in nuclear weapons. And we were risk adverse and you want us to be risk adverse, right? Because we, we make things that can kind of end the world. You know, so you don't want those things to go off accidentally or to not work when they're supposed to work. It's important that it always be right. And so risk in that world was unacceptable. But what I found is when you went into other domains like financial and healthcare, there's that same risk aversion. There's that same need to get the paperwork right. And so that's where we went back and said, there's got to be a better way to do this. We need the paper to move at the speed of digital transformation because it doesn't today. And so that's why we've invented RegOps. And it's basically taking what we learned about DevOps and automating everything to imagine a world without paper where it updates itself in real time that just by following the process and doing things in a systematic way, all this work goes away, your risk falls down because you know in real time what's happening and you can react to it at lower cost, higher speed. And it basically, uh, allows business to go faster. And so we thought there was a, a ton of opportunity to innovate in this space, that it was just right for digital transformation and, and automation. And so um, we, we've tossed our hat into the ring to see if we can put a dent in this problem and, and make a difference in some meaningful, tangible way for our customers and, and our stakeholders. And so that's what we're focused on today. Well, that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's a huge task. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, eminently respectful for, for companies like yours that try to take that on. Cause that, that's, that's a, that's a big bull. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that there'll be some people who are, who begin to, they're going to be more interested to learn about more of what you do, what your company does a little bit more about your strategy and how you approach things. Uh, if they do, what's the best way for them to uh, get a hold of you? Sure. So we're meeting with customers all the time. So phone's not a great mechanism, um, but uh, you can catch me on LinkedIn. So you can find me at Travis Howerton on LinkedIn. Um, also uh, uh, by email at thowerton at c2labs.com. So always happy to collaborate with folks, whether you're a potential customer of our platform or you just want to geek out on cyber stuff or you just need somebody you can ask a question to. Um, you know, uh, we, we try to get back to the community and uh, folks, which is why we're on this podcast. So if we can ever help, reach out anytime. Wonderful. Thank you. And thank you for your time as well, Travis. One last question. Question number five, our funny favorite question. Uh, what is your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? 
So that was a hard one for me because I feel like I live in the future. And so I'm always looking forward to the next thing. I don't like to dwell on the past, um, but I did come up with one exception. So the one exception for me, I think, is early days CGI. I remember the first time I saw Star Wars and the special effects. It was like the coolest movie experience I ever had as a kid. And I've never replicated that since then. You know, maybe the closest was Avatar in 3D you know, decades later. But to me, it's the special effects in movies and sci-fi and where we've now come to Marvel and other things. So those early days special effects still kind of get me. I still enjoy watching the old Star Wars and, and sort of reliving those moments as a kid. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, again, Travis, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with our podcast, you know that we post three or four different episodes every week on different topics in and around cybersecurity. So please come back and be sure to check out our other episodes. Uh, again, my name is Jeff. Thank you, Travis. And uh, hope to see you all soon. Bye-bye.